Buju. My name is Mukde Anikwad, Black Cloud. I'm from the White Earth Nation. Um, I'm from the Bear Clan. My family's been ricing for generations. Um, my grandma is Josephine Clark from Pine Point. And uh, we used to hold community gatherings in our yard there. We'd rice, we'd help, we'd help uh, finish the rice, jig it, winnow it, and the community would help, and we would help the community. Um, that's, that's what we did. And seeing, the, seeing our rice beds be basically exterminated, you know, in front of our eyes. The lack of water is depleting them so badly that it, the damage is irreversible, I think. Uh, it's going to take a long time to come back, and it, it hurts. It hurts your heart, hurts your spirit, seeing that happen. Last week we were, we were at the Big Bear Landing on Lower Nine Mile. It looked like a field of rutabagas. What should it look like this time of year? It should be wild race stocks as far as you can see, getting ready, ripening. It, it, it's a beautiful sight when you see all that wild race. That's our food, it's sacred to us. Enbridge got permission to remove four billion gallons of water. Um, what impact has that and the drought had on the rice beds? Well, a couple of weeks ago, DNR said we're at 25% of our water levels, and then Enbridge gets a permit to take an additional five billion, nearly four and a half billion extra gallons during one of the worst droughts in history. It's it's detrimental. Um, it, it hurts seeing our rice and lower rice lake like that at Big Bear Landing. It it hurts deep, and uh, that's like a bellwether. That that lake, that area, Mud Lake, Upper Rice, Lower Rice, those are bellwethers for all of our lakes. They let us know how our lakes are going to do that season. You know, how we can prepare for the you know that following year. That's where we get our food. So <clears throat> this is this is incredibly important to us. A lake like uh, Lower Rice, how many families does that lake support? Thousands. Uh, there's people that make their income, that help share, that people that, that can't rice, you know. There's families that, that don't, don't practice that tradition, don't know how or are unable to, so others pick up the, pick up the slack, you know. And we help out community members, and some, some people um, make their living ricing, you know, because it pays the bills, fills the gap, you know. A tribal member, Peggy Flanagan, Lieutenant Governor, made a statement yesterday that she, she can no longer be silent. We're having a gathering here today on the Shell River. This is an old village site. People have been ricing here, gathering, gathering shells, hunting, fishing, probably shooting buffalo a long time ago. What would you like to see come out of this meeting? I'd like to see more awareness more recognition of our treaty rights and to build back fossil free. Uh, we have a great opportunity here to make a change, make a change in policy and having Peggy Flanagan step up and make her voice heard helps amplify all of our voices. Chief McGwitch, this is Nick Vanderpie at the Shell River for Superior Broadcast Network.